Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I know. 
Hi. <laughs> she says milk with her hands. Well, ah. I don't have to do that. <laughs> she's, she's signing at you. <laughs> she didn't get up till 11 a.m., so she hasn't taken a nap yet. Oh. Also, I am having the worst Monday of any Monday I've had in, like, the last year and a half. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. My monthly visitor finally visited for the first time since since before Pony Baby was born. Oh. Gotcha. (laughs) That seems like a long time. Yeah. Not since. Not since Pony Base was conceived, so. So it's back. Lovely. And it's vocal about it. It is not being nice. It usually isn't nice. Nope. I forgot how much this just was the worst. The one thing about being a girl that really sucks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, how did you make it? It's like the beach of Normandy. Oh, no. What bad word did I say? I am using code that kids aren't going to get. Just the person with the baby, like... With a death grip on your hair because she's afraid of falling. <laughs> no tombstoning. No tombstoning the baby. You know that the only person allowed to do that move is the Undertaker and Kane. That's only because they're huge. <laughs> Remember, Odie? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Baby on the lamb. Oh, he's a regular Peter Rabbit now. <laughs> but Melody, who was a naughty little bunny, ran straight away and squeezed under the gate. <laughs> She says that loud and clear. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
Let me rescue one of the remotes from Cap. If Melody's not going to lay down and nap, I suppose I should put on something babyish. I mean, there you go, Melody. Throne coming. So, how was everybody's week? I'm sick. Uh, On top of everything else? I have a cold and sore throat on top of everything else. Oh, that sucks. Melody has stolen the ruins that is the G3 Rainbow Celebration Castle (laughs) and now plays with those. (laughs) She uses the, the, the top floor above the kitchen as a table. Like if I give her food. She takes her food out of the dish and puts it on that top floor and then eats it. (laughs) Oh, dear. And did you you guys get the picture I sent last week of the the tower she made with the newborn Pinkie Pie? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. See, I told you, Pinkie Pie was attempting to take over the world. Yeah. Have you seen the picture that I posted up? Um, it was either today or yesterday. With the boards, with the board books used as blocks. That too. Also, the Build-A-Bear ponies all lined up on the. Yeah, on the China I saw that. They were yeah. all lined up by size too. Yeah. She's mad at the at the cutie mark crusaders though. Oh yeah. Well, because when Build a Bear decided to do those, they didn't put a lot of effort into them, so they don't naturally stand on their own because like their legs aren't necessarily all the same size and they're not balanced properly and whatnot. And so they so kind of keep going. Yeah, they 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 want to fall over. You have to very intentionally set them up so that they stand on their own, uh-huh. and she can't do it. So she needs my help. So she's mad at the Cutie Mark Crusaders because she wants to be able to do it all on her own. And they're not cooperating. I've gotten mad at ponies that won't stand on their display shelves, so I can completely understand. Oh, speaking of Build-A-Bear, there's a rumor going around, and I've seen pictures, that in March, Build-A-Bear is going to get Princess Luna, Princess Cadence, and Shining Armor. Ooh. Ooh. And Luna is the, the, the dark blue Luna, not the light blue Luna from the end of season one. 
Ah, so, so she's the Nightmare Moon. Well, she's the, the Luna from Luna Eclipsed and Onward. So she's the okay. season two and Onward Luna instead of just the end of season or the the season one one. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited about the Princess Luna. And I'm going to try and talk my husband into shining armor. But I'm excited about shining armor. Our first unicorn. He says, why do we need shining armor? I'm like, well, we've got his sister. <laughs> there you go. I'm not a huge Cadence fan. And I don't think I'll get, but I definitely want Luna. Because it's Luna. So, uh, Pandora, have you seen Rainbow Rock yet? Um, yeah, we had a whole discussion about it two weeks ago. I couldn't, well, I couldn't remember if you had seen it or if it was just me and, me and Summerblade. No, it was all of us. Uh, Because we talked about it last time, remember? No, I don't remember things anymore. (laughs) That's okay. I've got a little person that basically mauls me and tries to eat my head and my brains. I'm pretty sure Melody is actually a zombie. Oh, no. (laughs) Either that or she's periodically possessed by demons. (laughs) You know. In the middle of the night, you know, she's almost asleep, and all of a sudden she's like, and she's biting on my face and trying to get behind me and eat my spine. (laughs) So it's hard. It's hard to remember things beyond that anymore. That's understandable. Yes, it is. So, how has everyone's week been? Um, not too bad. I actually the other day we went out. Um, well, a couple friends of mine and I went out antiquing, and I actually found a rather interesting book in one of the antique stores. I found one of I found one of Debbie's books. I found The World of My Little Pony. Oh! The second edition. I was like, I know this lady! (laughs) (laughs) So did you buy it? Yes, I did. Good for you. Awesome. And my boyfriend said, I'm going to take this and study so I know what we're looking for now. (laughs) There you go. And the book is probably going to be passed around my Pony Network contacts so that everybody else knows what they're looking for, too. 
Well, that's this the is the not the Nirvana guy. This is the regular one, right? Yeah, this is the regular one. The one for the regular um, American ponies. Yep, that's the one I have too. I love it. I use it all the time. It frustrates the new people, the the people that are new to My Little Ponies that are trying to sell like G ones, because they get mad at me because I I use the prices in there to negotiate prices. Mhm. Like, well, based on the condition of your ponies, I believe they're worth this much. They're like, you know, that's totally out of date. You're totally lowballing me. I'm like, no, I don't feel that I am. Well, I think that the price guides she's got in there are, uh, you know, the the price ranges that she has in there are pretty accurate or a pretty good uh, starting point for a lot of ponies. Yeah. I mean, some of them, because of just not necessarily rarity, but demand will go up and down a couple dollars here and there. But it's it's yeah. not a big discrepancy in price. No. Yeah, but it seems like a lot of the new people will, like, you know, they'll be like, well, this baby pony, she's got pink marks that any regular collector or veteran collector knows is regrind. And um, and she's got, you know, some pen marks. She just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. $10. Do you um, know how hard pen marks are to get out of a pony? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like that's a year of sun <coughs> sun fix. I'll give you two dollars. <laughs> Is the internal temperature correct? Excellent. May I have my steak? Did you just ask if the internal temperature of a steak was right? Yes. Okay. What? <laughs> it's a really thing. thick steak. It's a really thick steak. I want to make sure it's properly cooked. Well, I hate to say this. The way I judge my steak is it's brown, it's bleeding, (laughs) and it's trying to fight me. (laughs) Don't want your meat fighting back, Panda. I can't see it. Well, actually, that got a little overcooked, but I will eat it. Yeah, I, I I have gathered that uh, in my past life or something, I must have been a hunter. <laughs> because I just don't eat my meat. I, I like to hunt it down. <laughs> you like a little bit of a struggle before you take that first bite? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every other meat I'll do I'll do perfectly cooked because you know everything else you can get sick from. 
Beef, on the other hand, it needs to fight. <laughs> it has a requirement. It must put up a fight. Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. Go ahead. Have you ever known that you have photos on a disk or on a flash drive somewhere, but you just don't know which one it's on because you got a, about a dozen of them? No, I don't really have that problem. I used to do that a lot. I would have like a couple CDs laying around, and I've got something on there, but I'm never really sure what. It happens more often with music CDs for me, but since I started storing a lot of my photos either on flash drives or honestly on my Facebook account, it's been a little easier for me to keep track of them. Well, see, my problem is they're on flash drives or they're on a flash drive or they're on a memory card, but I just don't know which one. (laughs) (laughs) My problem is I have a new computer and it has Windows 8. Ew. I hate Windows 8. Why do you hate it? Because it's just, it's it's like dealing with X only on my computer. And in order to, like, find things the way I'm used to finding them, I have to click on one of the many little squared icons that indicates the desktop, the traditional desktop view. Click on that. And then I have to click on, you know, another icon because I can't click on, like, what used to be the Microsoft Start icon because that's not there anymore. You know, it's just, it's a whole different interface. And my, and, and, and it's, po- it's a pointless interface because my, my computer isn't a touch screen. You know, it's not and like. That's, and that's the problem with Windows 8, you need to have a touch screen. Because before I bought mine, that was the one concern I had was the touch was, you know, do I do a regular screen or do I do a touch screen? And that's why I ended up at the store playing with like half a dozen computers. Now, I'm told that when Windows 10 comes out, 
they're going to let anybody who has Windows 7 or Windows 8 upgrade for free. But I don't know if that's actually going to fix the things I have a problem with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you find a fix mm-hmm. for for yourself. Like I'm trying to organize my my photos, right? And if I search my photos, I can find all the various photo files that are anywhere on the computer, but it won't tell me where they actually are. You know, if I try to move them to someplace and they're already there, it'll say you can't do that, that's already there. But otherwise, like... So it's just, it's really, really kind of a pain. Me trying to move my old computer onto my new computer and make sure it all made it there is kind of a slow, cumbersome process. At least you had that option. When my old desktop died, yeah, I I did not have that option. I had the option of transfer whatever you can within the next five minutes. Oh, no. And then, okay, we're going to do a memory dump and computer restarts. And it went into a huge reboot. Thing, and that was the problem I was having with my computer. So, mine is just that after five years, it was having uh, the video card was crashing and then restarting back up periodically. So, like, all of a sudden, the screen would go black. And then all of a sudden, it would come back, and it would be like, your video card crashed, but we brought it back. was telling me that might, you know, I might want to consider doing something about the video card because the video card keeps crashing. Yeah. In there. No breaking. <laughs> what are you trying not to break? A box. Oh, yeah. 
a box that is storing unopened uh, flash drives and all that type of fun stuff. Yep. You don't want to drop any of that? Uh, no. <laughs> Typically, you don't when it, when it's brand new. Because I, I have this tendency of what when we were going out the day after Thanksgiving, they would always have the sale on the um, flash drives. You know, when you can get flash drives for like five bucks. Mm, it's a good thing to stock up on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might have a hundred of them, <laughs> but you know, you never know. I might need another one. <laughs> well, and then you might always have a friend that needs one or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's when you stand there and say ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, you got to turn a profit. Exactly. Ten bucks and it's yours. <laughs> you only have eight? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Let me see the money first. See the money? Okay, here we go. <laughs> did have someone I needed to do that with. <laughs> Let's go on the flash drive. Yep. Well, hey, what is, it, what is our topic for today? Well, our topic is the topic that you suggested. Woo! Oh, the poses? Yeah. Pony poses and the people that prefer them. Your pony poses have a point. <laughs> Ooh, alliteration. Ooh. Fancy. Yes, because we can't always go simple here on on Pony Talk. We have to go, you know, fancy once in a while. Oh, yeah. we got to have some good actual pony discussions, not just, yes. not just telling you about merchandise of yours. So, basically what brought about this topic for, because I'm not sure if I really gave you guys too much information, is Fred has said that he doesn't understand why I need to have a hundred of the same pony just recolored. 
and that he felt books like Deb Burge's book or the My Little Pony G3 Collector's Guide that you gave me for Christmas, Pandora, made an adequate replacement for having the actual pony because, after all, it was just the same ponies recolored. Which brought about a huge argument between Fred and I. <laughs> Boy, I did not mean and to cause an argument. Well, you didn't. He did. <laughs> oh, okay. But, I mean, basically, you know, from his perspective, what's important about the pony is what pose they're in. And so, to him, like, there's really only one pony in each pose. And it's the first pony that was ever in that pose. And all ponies, all subsequent ponies in that pose are just recolors of that pony, of that first pony, even if they have totally different hair colors, eye colors, and symbols and accessories. And... I told him that, you know, it's irrational to expect that each character is going to have a different pose, that that you can't judge the pony based on the whole character of the pony based solely on the pose. Right. You know, what about their symbol? Yeah. And no two symbols are exactly the same. Except the peachy and snuzzle. Yeah, which are also in the same pose. Uh huh. And she likes to him, peachy is just a recolor of snuzzle. Uh uh. They're in the same pose, they have the same symbol, they even have the same hair color, they just have a different body and eye color. However, peachy came out first. So Snuzzle would be a recolor of Peachy. Mm-hmm. But because to me, remember, Snuzzle and Peachy are different ponies. Yeah. You know, it's not just a recolor to me. But at the same time, it made me think, you know, what... You know, the G1 ponies had even the box, the box art on the back was like hand drawn, like artist drawn. And yep. even if the ponies were all in the same line and all in the same pose, like the collector's pose line was, they weren't all in the same pose on the back. No. You know, they were running through fields and frolicking and you know, whatever. We yeah, they are, are just not going to get into that, Fred. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, very few bring... people know is that is that before my husband married me, he was known as Tiger Zone Doctor. And he is having a Dr. Evil moment. Well, he needs to quit having a Dr. Evil moment before I get on a plane, go over to your house, <laughs> he he's basically accused the G1 ponies of wasting the afternoon. 
accusing them of being lazy slackers. Why are they lazy? He says all the G4s have jobs. Not all the G4s. All the G4s are also Malibu Stacy with a new hat. Ah, but gee, that's part of our topic, though. Like the G4 line, there's two poses. For there's there's two unicorn poses, eight two earth toning poses, and two Pegasus poses. But they're basically it's just there's a walking pose and a standing pose, and huh? a unicorn head, a Pegasus head, and an earth pony head, and really a Pegasus head and an earth pony head are basically the same. So there's. Two body types and two heads. Three well, because Fluttershy has different eyes. Yeah, well then it's different um the the princess poses or the the alicorn pose uh molds, whatever wings. Oh yeah, well well whatever well, you now want there's, well now there's the out the, the, the winged unicorn princess pose. But there's only one of those, one pose of that. Um, and then, yeah. you know, a brushable pony. Well, actually, um, like two different princess molds now because they have Celestia and then they have uh, one that Luna, Twilight, and Cadence all share. Oh, that's, that's right. So now there's like yeah. 15... 15 basic poses for the, the you know, the G4 line, whereas by the time the G1 line hit five years, there was like 30. It's Yalibu yeah. Stacy with a new hat. Yeah. Well, I actually went and uh, researched this a little bit um, online. I was looking at one of the ID sites, and there are at least 14 poses for just Earth ponies. Uh, this is not including any of the Pegasi or the unicorns. This is just adult Earth ponies. There were at least 14 different poses. Is this for the G1s? For the G1 line, yeah. For just the G1 line. Um, there's probably more than that. Maybe. And and then, you know, when the U.S. only got, like, one year of, of G2, so there was, like, two poses for U.S. G2 ponies. Yeah. And then the G3s had quite had a huge number of poses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before they and, did the they, they had a lot of different variations. Yeah. Yep. And then the, the G4s are kind of like the G2s, and there's just a very limited number of poses. Like, comparing the difference between a G4 princess and a G1 princess. A G1 princess didn't require her to have both a horn and wings. You had 
earth ponies that were princesses, you had unicorns that were princesses, and you had paisai that were princesses. What made them princesses was either they were majesty and came with the dream castle, and I always <laughs> thought of majesty, or of they course. were from the princess line and they had the big jeweled symbol, symbol. and came with the damsel cap and a tiara and a sparkly brush and a sparkly magic wand and a bush woolly. Well, the first line came with bush woolly. But um, and also, I mean, also, I mean, think about think about the very first My Little Ponies. Okay, think about their pose. To me, that was very much, you know, looking up, kind of like, "Hi, how are you? Do you like well, me?" They were- they were very just, much. I mean, the, to me, the reason why the collector's pose is the way it is is because that's how real ponies stand. And and yeah. what, basically, what Hasbro was doing was bridging the gap between the horse toys of the past that looked like real horses and a new type of horse line with, you know magical fairyland sort of colors and and symbols. So, I mean, those <coughs> ponies were bridging a gap between where Hasbro wanted to go and where Hasbro was coming from. And, you know, and, and that's, but I mean, that pose, because they're standing in a, in a pose that real horses stand in all the time, that's why, to me, that pose is so iconic. When, when I, if I see the silhouette of the collector's pose, I know immediately it's My Little Pony. Yep. Any pony that's in, you know, any collector's pose pony, to me, is iconic My Little Pony. And, you know, of course... More poses came down the line, but that collector's pose, those first po- that first pose, which was basically Hasbro trying to figure out if people were going to buy into this, you know, was, you know, the birth of My Little Pony and therefore something really special. But you know, if you if you compare, like I said, if you compare, even those 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 first six ponies had the same pose and the same hairstyle. If you look at the box art, you know they were all over the place. They were running. They were in movement. And their back card story was more than just you know two sentences with the pony's name and oh, they like balloons. Yeah. Because like the the box art on G4 now there's no shading. There's no depth. It's a line art that's been digitally colored. And it's basically a recolor of one of the main six's line art. Unless it's a princess pony. 
and you know it 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 feels to it feels to me like the show is carrying the the, the the current line of toys. I mean, people, you know, make fun of the G1. Oh, the cartoon was basically commercials for the toys. But when you got the toys, you didn't have to have ever watched the show to put those toys. Because nope. each pose had a different personality. You know, um, Cherry's Jubilee pose is very different from Lickety Split, who is very different from a collector's pose, who is very, very different from the shy pose. I mean, you look at the shy pose, and they literally look shy. And you look at Lickety Split, and she almost looks snobbish because her nose is so high in the air. And these are just earth ponies. And there's so much character in those poses. And I I was always surprised that when they came out with surprise, put her in the shy Pegasus pose because on the show she's obviously not shy. You would expect her to be in maybe Firefly's pose, but they put her in a shy pose. And so when I played with surprise, I didn't play with her the way she acted in the show because that's not what her her pose told me. Her pose told me that she was shy. Surprise, we're surprisingly shy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, baby surprise, on the other hand, she looked spunky. So she was like, woo! Yeah, she does kind of look like she's a little more, like she's kind of looks like she wants to run around and jump all over stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And my baby Ember was obviously a shy pose baby. Mm-hmm. And she had no symbol. So to me, she was different than everybody else. And so... She usually, she kind of became like a symbol of what I felt like I was going through as a kid. She was different. She was picked on. The other po- baby ponies didn't want to play with her because she didn't have a symbol and everybody else did. She was the original cr- Cutie Mark Crusader before they even had darn, that. Yeah, darn right. And so that's why my current pony persona has a pink body and purple hairs because that was my baby Ember. My baby Ember grew into me as far as the way I view her and the way I view my pony persona. Um, but, like, if I look at the current line of ponies, the only thing to kind of indicate their personality is the shape of their eyes, and that only works for the Pegasi. Because all the Earth ponies basically have the same eye shape. They all have either Pinkie Pie or Applejack lazy eyes. Because I mean, I mean, look at look at the way they did Applejack's eyes. They just make it look like she's kind of staring off into space. <laughs> well, she's zoned out from working too hard. 
And, um, you know, then you well, have Fluttershy with her sad eyes. But most Pegasus ponies aren't given the Fluttershy eyes. They're given the Rainbow Dash eyes. And then for eye shape, you have either Rarity eyes or um, Twilight eyes. And that just, those are only very slightly similar. I mean, the nurse, the nurse Red Heart, she has Pinkie Pie's eyes. You look at her, she's Pinkie Pie recolored. Yeah, she's now, Pinkie Pie move, in, in the walking pose recolored, basically. Yeah. Um, I have Princess Goldbilly. She looks exactly like her, like Princess Celestia, even her box, the toy that's in the box, with a little white circle that says, Princess Goldbilly and Pinkie Pie can't wait to play in a royal party together. They both love celebrations. How would I even know that about her when... Princess Gold Lily's symbol is a cogwheel with two hearts in it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. Oh, she loves celebrations. Whoop de doo. <laughs> I believe the original back art for uh, Moon Dancer was how. Um, I think Blossom ate her favorite flowers, so Moondancer put her into an eternal sleep to punish her, and Twilight had to convince Moondancer to wake Blossom up, was I think the backstory. There was a backstory in which Moondancer was kind of mean. Which makes me like her more. <laughs> well, you know, what else are you supposed to do when somebody eats your flowers? I think I'd be a little miffed if somebody ate my garden, too. Yeah, so... Yeah, the back card story for Moon Dancer was that she could put people into eternal sleep. She was the first Nightmare Moon. That's a little scary and kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. And Yeah, so I mean it My concern is that Hasbro has sort of stopped putting effort into the box art, into the actual characterization of the toys themselves. And they're relying on the show to carry the characters, which is why they're still basically doing the Core 7 thing with just like a few random ones here and there. Because I believe they're expecting that people want to play the main six. And that the show is driving the play. You know, as a kid, I... I... 
think that it would be easier to find a character in toys if they had different poses. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, even if they could just put the heads at a slightly different angle or... Um, I know they had the, some of the styling size ones they've put in different poses now because I've seen the Pinkie Pie that they have in the sitting pose. Like, I think it would be neat to have a G4, a regular brushable size G4 in one of those poses. Or even if they had a walking pose kind of like Cherry's Jubilee. Yeah. Or or a pose that made them look like, you know, um, lickety-split. Can't you totally see Trixie, like, with her nose up in the air? You know, acting like she's all better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I I can really I can see Trixie in that pose. I mean, if you look at the, I have Trixie. There is nothing to indicate her personality by her design. Her design alone doesn't tell you anything. The way she stands tells you nothing. And so, like. When I went into Build-A-Bear, when they were first introducing Trixie, they're like, oh, and this is Trixie, and she's just so pretty. I'm like, yes, she's very pretty, but she's a, she's a raging psycho. <laughs> she's not a nice pony. She's a braggart and a bully. And, you know, she's the sort of person that, like, you wouldn't like if you were in school with her. They're like, but she's so pretty. I'm like, you watch the show? They're like, well, no. I'm like, well, see, that's the thing. You can't tell from the way this character looks that she's a big meanie. That she's an attention-seeking glory hog. Uh She's just a pretty unicorn. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, they're releasing this bad guy. Because as far as I'm concerned, Trixie's a villain. Yep. They're releasing this bad guy and encouraging kids to buy this pony and treat it like it's a good guy. Now, there's something to say about letting kids make up the, the actual character themselves. But... It just surprised me that, like, people can look at Trixie, know nothing about the character, and think, oh, isn't she pretty? I'm like, there's nothing to say that she's a bad guy. There's no color scheme indicating she's a bad guy. There's no... Nothing about her symbol makes her seem like she's a bad guy. You know... There's nothing character indicating about the pose she's in. She's just another unicorn standing there. Well, 
Yeah, and I think that's what kind of makes the whole G4 line, uh, for at least for the collectors, kind of sort of boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I love the blind bags that they came out with for the G4 line because you get a little variation in the poses. I mean, even when the first set came out, you had two, you had at least two poses for each pony. You know, there well, were two Earth ponies and two unicorns, and well, no, I no, there's I take only that one back. Pegasus. There was only one Pegasus. But they had at least a little bit more variation. Well, and they were more show accurate. I really feel like, well, I totally see why they're still doing brushable. I feel like the toy line would have been more successful if they had scrapped doing brushable and instead focused on making show-accurate representations of the characters in different poses. I like my McDonald toy G4s better than I like the brushables. Oh, I got to say, I love... in the head match. Yes, I love the poses that they came up with for the McDonald's phone. And they make fantastic customs, too. Oh, they do. They really do. So, but it's pretty bad when you get more of a personality out of a Happy Meal toy of one character than you do of the 7 to $8 brushable version of it that's supposed to be the higher quality toy. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to tell you guys, my my baby's mo- uh, godmother made Melody a My Little Pony blanket. It's fleece. And I don't know where she found the fabric. But I was really amused because Rarity has a white body and a blue head. And I said, oh, look, there's a head and body mismatch. It's just like a toy. (laughs) Yep. And Fluttershy doesn't have any wings, so I'm wondering if it's maybe not licensed fabric. That's a possibility. And, And if maybe, like, some of the source images for this came from the... You know, the how Lauren Faust came up with the characters where they went from Posey to Fluttershy? Yeah. And rare and Sparkler ended up becoming rarity. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw it I was like, Oh how did body mismatch <laughs> Look, it's toy accurate. <laughs> There you go. I mean, and when that's something that maybe Hasbro should worry about that when people see something like that in a print, the first thing they think is, oh, it looks just like the toys. 
Because <laughs> yeah. the head and body aren't the same color. <sighs> oh, yeah, I agree uh. with that. Well, and like if if the fans of of the G four show and toy line are so used to ponies that don't really look like ponies, that when they see a sea pony, they don't know what they're looking at anymore. They're like, "No, it's a dragon! Look at that long, pointy nose!" Yeah. Dude, go to a country. Look at a horse. <laughs> well, and seahorses, which are what the sea ponies would be based off of, they they have even longer, pointier noses than, like, pro- proportionately to a regular horse. Well, yeah, because they they need that long, pointy snout to, you know, suck up the the krill and stuff that's in the water. Yeah. Exactly, just like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess I would love to see Fluttershy in a shy pose. Not just having shy eyes and standing there. Like, all right, I'm standing here. You know, because that's basically what she does. I would love to see her in a proper shy pose. I would love to see Rarity in a diva pose. Reminds me, I have a bait I need to clean up. <laughs> well, it's it's funny that you mentioned the G4 ponies in other poses because I was just remembering there was a pony meet I went to where the custom contest was uh, G4s in in other generations, and somebody did Rarity um, from the one episode where she had the the big fairy wings when they were all going to um, the, yeah. the, the the young flyer competition. Yeah, yeah, and she was in, I believe, Glory's pose. And it was it was perfect for her because she had you know the head up, the leg raised, the it's it's just everybody said that that's that's the perfect pose for Rarity. It just screams her because it's here I am, I am in the middle of everything, and everybody must pay attention to me. It's kind of show off kind of thing. I mean, I I can totally. I would love to see Rainbow Dash in a pose that looks like that looks like she's about to start a race. You know, with like butt up in the air, front hose down, getting ready to start. Yeah, I would love to see her in an in an action pose. 
you know, well, in, even in, something similar to G1 Firefly or um, yeah, or the G3 Pegasus poses, they still look like you know they're getting ready to fly and take off a little bit. They've got the bent leg and the head down and the wings out. Yep. And with, I mean, with the previous lines, you had, you know, the ability to, you know, you can have the same pony. In the G3 line, you would have the same pony in a couple of different poses. Well, yeah, and that way you could determine, you know, how you played. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily have, you know, your walking pose, Pinkie Pie manning the candy cart, you know. You you would have maybe a core pose because they're just standing there. Um, you know, if if you had one pony in both a diva pose and a donkey pose, you'd use the diva pose if you were doing a fashion show. Um, it just there's nothing wrong with having the same pony in multiple poses, and there's nothing wrong with having each pony in a different pose. What ha- the problem comes when it's the same pony in the same pose over and over again. And you're like, oh, but the eyes are crystally looking now. They're not actually crystal eyes or twinkle eyes. But we painted them to look like in crystal eyes. No, not really. Instead of making it round, you made it a weirdly shaped hexagon. Oh, oh, ooh. Yep. That just means I have to fix it. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, when I... And I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before. When I saw the Crystal Empire episodes, I was so excited. I thought we were going to get glowing show ponies or sparkle ponies, divine shine ponies, maybe even twinkle eyes. And I was all flutter. And then they released the Crystal Empire ponies. And they looked exactly like the other ponies that had previously been released, except they had tinsel in their hair, and their eyes were painted sunny. And I was pissed. That was a perfect opportunity to have a genuinely different-looking collection of ponies in the G4 line. And they blew it. At least in the brushable size. You can get, you know, ponies that kind of look like that in the blind bag size. But, I mean, what does that say when you're, like, buying the $2.50 blind bags before you're buying the brushables? Because the brushables just aren't doing it for you. The brushables are Malibu Stacy with a new hat. It's not even Malibu Stacy with a new hat. There is no new hat. It's Malibu Stacy with green eyes instead of blue eyes. There you go. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it is pretty bad. Pretty bad when you know you when you're basically looking and you're looking at the same pony over and over and over and over and over again. With absolutely no difference. Well, and like, I'm considering selling off some of my G4 ponies because I need space. And like, I have the Princess Celestia Tea Party set, which was a set that made absolutely no sense because the ponies included with that were Pinkie Pie and Rainbow Dash. Wearing frilly hats, maybe Pinkie Pie. So why Not would Rainbow Pinkie Dash Pie. be there wearing wearing a sunbonnet? Why and, and, and why would it be a straw hat? Why wouldn't it be why wouldn't it be Princess Celestia and Twilight? Yeah, getting together and having lunch. Or why wouldn't it be Twilight Sparkle and Rarity having a tea party with? some really great costume accessories, but there weren't really great costume accessories. There were two really boring run-of-the-mill hats that didn't really complement either pony and a bunch of monochromatic accessories. And, of course, they're all just standing there in the same pose that they're always in. And Princess Celestia isn't even the right color. She's pink. Hi, yes. The pink Princess Celestia. We have to love her. Yeah, the same thing with Purple Luna. Well, at least, like, there was, like, one episode where Luna was purple. You know, at least there was a precedent for that. Yeah, I really do not remember Princess uh, Celestia turning pink at all. No, she uh, never they made a joke pink. about it one time in the comic books. They actually had Luna was taking over while Celestia had disappeared for a week, and she painted herself pink with Celestia's symbol on her. But I think it's just because she's got that pink outline on her that a lot of people look at her. Uh, well, some somebody must have looked at her and gone, eh, she looks kind of pink. Well, that, I mean, that comic issue probably came out long after the toy line. Yeah. Yep. So, so they're just mimicking what they're seeing. They're being a yeah, parrot. in the toy line. More or less. But you know, it, it, it's fr- it's frustrating when, like, when when I bought um, Blossom Force, who of course was ported over from the G3 line and turned into a Pegasus. The picture on the back is just Fluttershy, recolored. You know, she's not in any sort of interesting pose. She's not doing anything. She's just in a generic G4 Fluttershy standing there pose. 
And all the toys that have that are the Pegasus ponies with Fluttershy eyes generally have a recolor Fluttershy on the package. Sometimes it gets confusing and they have like a rainbow dash recolor picture but Fluttershy eyes in the actual pony and then it gets confusing like okay who who missed the memo on this one? Should we be looking at the people who made the toys or the people who made the box art? <laughs> you know, that there's no effort to show, like, the characters doing anything. They're standing there. There's no effort to give them a backstory because why do they need a backstory? Just watch the cartoon. Well, Whereas... For the main six, but then about what about like the characters that they've made that are just toys? Yeah, like like Princess Gold Lily. She's never been in the show. I don't even know where she came from. She's a yellow winged unicorn princess that's tall like um Celestia. She's in the Celestia body type. And I have no way to know anything about her. I mean, like, you know, the box art used to show ponies playing with maypoles and holding balloons and jumping over fences. Let's see here if I can find. Let's see, G1. I wish I still had my Minton Box Happy Tales pony. I could tell you, you know, some of the what the box art looks like and what the back card story is. I know there's some site out there that has a lot of the back card stories, but. I can't remember for the life of me which one it is. And I also can't find my OxyClean. This is a bummer because I need to clean this bait. My little pony back card stories. Ponyland Tours. That card story. The Flatfoot Ponies did not have a story. But let's see. Applejack. Bubbles was racing down the hill looking for a muddy spot to fall in. She stopped suddenly and laughed. What a silly sight, she said. Hanging upside down in a tree like a monkey was Applejack. 
How did you get there? asked Bubbles. Applejack whinnied in embarrassment. I was jumping for apples, and I jumped so high that I caught my heels on the branch. Bubbles sighed. Your appetite for apples is always getting you into trouble, Applejack. And she helped Applejack out of the tree and was treated to a fine red apple from uh, her thankful friend. That is the backstory for Applejack. And it look, the, the back card art shows her in kind of in a shy pose. So um, she came in. Yeah. Um, Firefly, she's her back card art. Like she's got long, spindly legs. She looks kind of like her um, rescue at Midnight Castle self. And she she looks like she's just like a crazy flying ace. It says Firefly jumped on the wind, soaring higher and higher. Thought she might look for the rainbow. She knew it loved to play hide and seek. I wonder where it's hiding today, she thought. The wind whispered the answer in her ear. Thanks for the ride, Firefly said as she jumped off. She danced across the sky, sailing from cloud to cloud. Finally, she saw the snow-crested mountain peaks. (coughs) Nestled deep in the valley was the rainbow. Firefly laughed because under the rainbow was Blossom sound asleep. See, that's like a whole story. That's even one that, like, it encourages you to get the other ponies so that you can play out these little stories that are on the back card. Yeah. Oh, here's Moon Dancer. I was wrong. It's Cotton Candy that she gets mad at. So here's, <laughs> here it goes. Moon Dancer was sleeping peacefully. Awakening with a start, she found Twilight beside her. Cotton Candy is missing, said Twilight. Have you seen her? Cotton candy should go on a diet, yawned Moon Dancer. She ate my favorite bluegrass and my prettiest wildflowers. I put her in hibernation until winter. Twilight was stunned. Free her from the spell, Moon Dancer. Her friends are worried. Moon Dancer says, or is it winter already, teased Moon Dancer? But she freed Cotton Candy from the spell and even called the West Wind to give her a ride home. My favorite pony got mad and put someone in hibernation. You know, that is her back card story. Glory's is even better. Glory was looking for a special friend, one who believes in magic. One day she came upon a grand castle and saw a beautiful young girl sitting by the pond. Glory made an unusual sound. The girl turned to look at Glory, then ran towards her, arms outstretched in greeting. I dream about you every night. Are you really here? Oh, please be here, she exclaimed. Stars shot across the sky, and Glory nestled her head in the young girl's shoulder. Glory knew that she had found her special friend her friend that truly believes in magic. This was this incorporates the kid who's getting the pony into the story. Oh, that is kind of cute. So, I mean, back card stories, yeah, they used to be a lot more. Oh, Lily, she likes celebrations. 
This is Pinkie Pie. She likes to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and these were some of the very first ponies, the original Twilight. Long ago, on one warm and misty night, Twilight wanted to make a wish. Her keen eyes roamed the dark sky. I do not see a single star to make a wish upon, she said, and she reared and pointed her horn at the moon. Oh, dear moon, please bring out a star for me tonight. Suddenly the sky was ablaze with light. Every single star that existed shone down on Twilight. Make your wish quickly, Twilight, boomed the moon. Twilight wished that all the stars would shine so bright on the same night every year. Now all the ponies come out to make their own special wishes on these starry, starry nights. So, I mean, this is, and this is missing from subsequent lines. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know if they started phasing it out or what what happened with subsequent lines where it's, it was just kind of, there was a little bit less added to the personality sometimes. Um, like you said, with the G2 line, we didn't get that many poses. Not that much of back card stories either. And then the G3s, as I, I recall, didn't have too much of back card stories on on their ponies. That it was just yeah, basically it, it, to get a personality, you had the pose and you had the symbol. Yeah. Yeah, basically the back card stories were exclusive to the G ones. It seems like beyond that it was probably just, you know, a blurb. Mhm. And but you know, you had different poses originally. Now you don't have different poses and you don't even get a blurb. You barely get a blurb. You get a name and <coughs> some generic you know, BS thing to excuse why they put it with that main six character. Well, we're giving Pinkie Pie with with Princess Goldberry because they both like parties. (laughs) Well, whoop-dee-doo. Yep. You know, let's see, the original Princess Ponies. Well, they not only got back card stories, they got a whole four-parter episode in um, in the original G1 cartoon. Yeah. But like Princess Royal Blue, the baby ponies settled in their cribs as heavy rain and crackling thunder rumbled outside. Royal Blue knew the storm would frighten the babies, so she quickly thought of a plan to soothe them. She raced through the gray clouds and gusty winds to where the babies wiggled under the covers. No need to be afraid, Royal Blue laughed. She told them a bedtime story about a faraway land she once visited and gave them each a steaming cup of warm milk. They then had a rough-and-tumble pillow fight. The babies soon forgot about the storm, and crawled wearily into bed. Soon they were fast asleep, dreaming happy dreams. <coughs> this is the princess pony with the moon, 
for a symbol. You know, so the backstories told you why Princess Royal Blue had a moon. <laughs> she was the original Princess Luna, mm-hmm. helping people, yep. you know, fall asleep when they were afraid. Um, you know, and let me see if I can find the Princess Beth Carter. My little pony back card art. <sighs> okay. And there's tons of these back card things if you look online. And like the back card for um the fir- the the pony past the original six, the first unicorns Pegasi and the Earthies that came after. You know, they're they're hand drawn, they're shading. Um you know, their Moon Dancer isn't even in the is in Glory's pose. Glory is in Moondancer's pose. <laughs> um, you know, it's just... But they all look different. And they're all there together. And the back art card for, you know, the first unicorns, Pegasi, and Earth Ponies past the original six looks nothing like the back card for the brush and grow ponies. They're all like in some sort of a circus and we're balancing on balls. Some are on the the, the swings. Um, and that looks different from the back art for the soap soft, which looks different from the back art for the twinkle eyes. You know, they didn't do a single recolor. They really, hi, (laughs) say hi, can you stop playing with the lampshade, say no, Is there someone on the phone? <laughs> oh, you wanna you wanna book? Or do you want Daddy to come out here and blow bubbles for you? Ooh, bubbles! Daddy, I think you need to find her My Little Pony bubble bucket and start blowing bubbles for her. Hey. Oh. 
but yeah, the, there was no recoloring for the for the box art for the original ponies. But if you look at back art for G4s, you know, you have rarities have their rarities. Um, Bumble Sweet is a recolor of Cheerilee. There is no significant difference in the back card between Cheerilee and Bumble Sweet. Same back cards, except it's been recolored from here. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of a bummer because you're missing a big opportunity to kind of give each of the individual toys their own personality. And it's like, okay, well, Bumble Sweet, if in the G4 line, your symbol is determined by, you know, your talent, then maybe she's a beekeeper and she could have, like, a beehive hairdo or something like yeah. that. You know, um, Blossom Force, if you look at her back card, it's a rainbow dash recolor. Which is funny because the toy has Fluttershy eyes. Yeah. And I'm trying to open up a bigger image here. Well, as I recall, Blossom Force actually was in an episode, too. And they yeah. gave her her own hairstyle and everything. But on the back, she has... The Rainbow Dash hairstyle, it's just been reduced to the two colors. And he, all all of her, here's what her back card says. Loves the sunshine. Loves the sunshine. That's what it says. You know, it's. It's three words. Let's see. Dewdrop Dazzle is a recolor of uh, Twilight Sparkle. And hers just says, loves to splash in puddles. Um, Sunset Shimmer, and you'd think that she would at least be, you know, unique. She's actually basically a recolor of Rarity. And Sunset Shimmer gets a longer blurb. It says, Sunset Shimmer knows a magical path to faraway adventures. Years ago, she was also a student of Princess Celestia. You know, I remember when that came out and everybody was speculating on, um, you know, what that meant or, you know, if she was going to be a character in the show or not. 
way before, you know, before the Equestria Girls movie came out. Yeah. And it was just a toy. And so, I mean, even with Sunset Shimmer, they didn't, like, really make her look special on her back card. And it's it's unfortunate. I mean, these ponies literally are recolors. Um, the the pony school tells cheer. Well, there's one apparently a box set that has Rainbow Dash and Rainbow Flash, and Rainbow Flash is just a, a another rarity recolor. You know, if you look at the blind bag ponies, um, you have Cherry Berry, who's a Pinkie Pie recolor. All the boys are basically Big Mac recolors, you know, until they introduce the Shining Armor mold. And it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. Because you don't get multiple mold. Well, I've been scrolling through here. I see someone took a G3 and reposed her to look like, to be in a sitting pose and to look like G, G1 seashell. And they did a great job. It would be great if there were poses like that in the G4 line. But there's just, there isn't. And the closest they've got to that in the G4 line is some of the Shine Brights that are, yeah, the the Shine Bright ponies that have the light-up necklaces or whatever, and the they have the jointed arms and they have the jointed legs. Legs, yeah. Words. Ooh. But um, you know, but with the G4s all having pretty much the same pose, and it being really easy to see that they basically are just all recolors of the main six, and then for the babies, there's only three molds for them. Um, I mean, would you say that ponies from other generations like the G3s, are they all pretty much recolors of the same couple of molds? Or is there something about them that's just like it makes them different with each pony? Well, I think that the thing about the G3s is there there were a lot of different molds with the G3s too. You know, but maybe not as many as the g one. But um, there were definitely, like, if I go to Strawberry Reef and I pull up Strawberry Reef, I can go to the G3s. 
index by pose. And there is, in addition to, you know, at least 30 different poses, there's five unique, five or six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight unique poses in which they belong to only one pony. There is Dance Around, which is a baby pony. Honolulu, which is a baby pony, a baby Pegasus. Mocha Knot, which is another baby Pegasus. Rainbow Swirl 3, which I have. That's the jointed, partially jointed rainbow swirl. Uh-huh. There's a star song, but I'm pretty sure that's the Halloween star song that I have. There's a Sweetie Bell, and that's the core seven Sweetie Bell. Um, Sweet Song 2 and Twinkle Twirl 3. And, but I mean, as far as different poses, there's two babies, three breezies, four breezies, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 earth ponies. There's one, um, two, three, Pegasus ponies. And there's like one, there's two, two unicorn poses. Yeah. There weren't that many unicorns so, in the GC line. Yeah. Well, there, there really weren't that many Pegasi either. Yeah. There was. Yeah, there was the silver glow pose that for the Pegasus coconut grove for the Pegasus, and then there was that that one star catcher. Mhm. And I think she yeah she should probably be in the unique pose, but I'm not sure if she. Anyway. Well, yeah, she is because if you look, there is no other pony in her pose. Yeah. So, well, actually, I think they're they put Starcatcher in with the rearing pose, but I can I consider her her own thing because she has wings and sculpted stuff on her that the other rearing pose didn't have. 
But they loved her in what the rearing pose. So, I mean, so there was, like, a huge, I mean, compared to the G4 line, there was a lot of different poses for the G3. But, like, if you go to the G4 line, pull up index by pose here. But do you think the G4 line would feel less like a whole bunch of recolors of the same six if there were even, like, maybe a few, like, maybe two or three more molds? Yeah. But, like, most of the the the, the body types are in the blind bag size. There's, in the brushable hair pony poses, there's standing walking, royal standing, royal walking, shining armor, posable standing, posable walking, baby standing, baby walking, talking, fashion standing, and fashion walking. That's it. You know? So, I mean, because it's, in standing, you have all the earth ponies, all the unicorns, all the pegasi. They just have a different head. And that's not enough to call it a different mold. You know, royal standing is Princess Cadence, Princess Luna, and... Probably Twilight Sparkle, although she's not on this page. And Royal Walking is Nightmare Moon and Princess Celestia. And I think probably, um, I don't know if this has been updated recently. Because I'm not seeing, um, what's her face? Chrysalis. But even Chrysalis, and you'd think that she would be really different, but she's not. She's in the brushable royal walking pose. Yeah, there was a bit of an uproar when they finally came out with Chrysalis, and she didn't have her own mold. Fred, now... Yes, but why give a pony their own pose when you can just use the same pose you've been using for every other pony? Yeah, I mean, it saves money on the molds, but it just kind of makes the whole... In which the future ponies in that... If there's only 10 molds total for brushable... Let me go back. In brushable molds, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's 12 molds total for brushable ponies. You know, it's... And and you talk about, well, they want to get the most out of each mold, then why is Shining Armor the only male? Yeah. 
why isn't there a whole herd of male unicorns? That would be cool, by the way. Oh, yes, it would. Give me big man. (laughs) Everybody wants big man. Why wasn't Big Mac the first crushable male pony when he was in the very first episode? He has been in the show since episode one. I think every female collector, if they ever came out with Big Mac in a brushable, it'd be like, you know, Thor's. Yeah. Well, and why aren't their male ponies sold individually? Like, in order to get Shining Armor, you have to get the castle set, or you have to get that one Toys R Us exclusive multi-pony set, or you have to get, you know, the fashion style size, or, you know, in the set with Cadence. You can't just get a boy pony, and that's crap. They they have a pose. Come on, people. It, we at least got six individual boy ponies with G1 line in the United States. As well, well as the, the baby boy Mary ponies, Pony. too. Yeah. And there's no baby boy ponies in the brushable size. There's just baby girls. And the only place you can get the newborns, pound cake and pumpkin cake, is in the blind bag size. They're listed under unique poses, I'm sure. You know, but it's... They have a Granny Smith in bag size. They don't have a Granny Smith in brushable size. How cool would that be? Mm-hmm. Well, it's 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 fine because a lot of people will have, um, as far as the armies. The the pony armies they have pose armies too, and without the G four line, you know, with the G four line only having like ten poses total, that kind of kills anybody having a pose army. You have to have either the character army or just a whole bunch of G fours. <laughs> yeah, she she can stand there. It's fine. Oh, hello, computer. I mean, poses are definitely important as far as the toys go for lots of different reasons. But I think it's not everything that a pony is. Well, yeah. I mean, a pony should really be a a combination of multiple elements. Because you can take bow tie and... 
Yeah, cookies. Yeah, guys should make cookies. Food is in your sight and cookies. Yeah, cookies do sound good. Ooh. Yeah, cookies. Mm. Cookies. Well, we got on the phone. You want to help mommy make chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cookies. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, cookies. <laughs> oh, somebody else heard us talking about cookies. Now i got to give cookies to birds. <laughs> Salty heard the word yeah, cookie. Pumpkin cake and pound cake are in the, um, are in the unique pose. Well, they're, they're, they're tiny. tiny. They don't. They are. Pound cake is sitting, pumpkin cake is standing. Cookies. But that's the only place you can, in, in the G4 line, where you can get newborns. G1's had newborns. G3's had newborns. And you somehow, in the G4 line, the only place you can get them is in blind bags, where they're basically a choking hazard. Well, I guess the G4s are kind of tiny as it is. I mean, they're only a little taller than a a regular G1 baby pony. That's true. They're... The baby... The the newborns in the blind bag are, I think, smaller than your average charmkin pony. The mommy charms from the G1 line. Mm Mm-hmm. Give the baby a cookie. <laughs> yes, give the baby a cookie. There she go. There's my cookie monster. <laughs> She's got a gingerbread cookie. Ooh. Nice. Nice, soft, organic, free-range cookie. Not a caged-up cookie? No. (laughs) All those fancy, schmancy, whole food type words. Gotcha. But, yeah, like, but, I mean, even in in the blind bags, in the Twilight Sparkle pose, you have <laughs> like ten different twilight sparkles, depending on more than that, oh my God, you have a whole bunch of twilight sparkles in the twilight sparkle pose, plus Twilight's mom, which is being relabeled as Twilight Velvet. Water, ooh, water fire got brought over, but it turned into a twilight sparkle pose unicorn. Yeah. Well, good for water fire. Yeah, she actually came out in the first, the I think the first blind bag wave. Yeah. 
Melody, stop touching the keyboard. Ugh. Okay, water fire, where did he go? She came out in 2012, which was, I think, wave four. Because wave Possibly. two was 2010. Yeah. So Waterfire came out in 2012. But yeah. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me that there's more poses in blind bag than there is in any, in the brushable line, and, or maybe it's the same number, hold on, 12... Versus, well, there's the same number of poses in blind bag that there is in brushable. Huh. Two princes, <laughs> there's shining armor, and then some guy named Comet Tail from the neon bag in the prince pose. And all the other boys are in the male, either the male pose or in the uh, the unique poses. But it just—it's crazy. There's so few poses. They're basically just recoloring and recoloring and recoloring. And then that's what they've done with, uh, that's what Hasbro's done with uh, other toy lines recently, too. They've done a lot of just recolors. I mean, I know it's all being done to save time and to try and get as much as they can out of one mold, but it does seem kind of lazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, Panda was saying. It's all Malibu Stacy with a new hat. Yep. All over again. And a different, different, a different dress. Yeah. Oh, we're going to lose the live audience in like two minutes. Oh, ah. And we better get Kimono in. A, and we actually have a live audience this week. Ooh. Samantha came back. Hey, Samantha. Hey, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> she went missing for a couple of weeks. Yeah, she did. Her, her internet was having issues. Yeah. Well, let's get Kimono in there. Okay. This is Kimono. And you have listened to Bunny Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Which one was the recording and which one was live? Uh, the, the recording was the first one we heard. But, like, I mean, as far as, uh, like, what really gets me is Cheerily is, like, in the blind bag pose. She's, Cheerily is not given her own pose, even though she really needs her own pose. Because she looks very different than any of the other Earth ponies. She's put Cheerily too is in the um, Pinkie Pie pose, and I think Cheerily one is in the Applejack pose. What you said, though. like Apple Jacks or Pinkie Pies. Where did your cookie go? Did you eat your cookie? Um. Where's your cookie? Did you eat your cookie? Yes. line, it's fair to say that if you have two ponies in the Cherry's Jubilee pose, that it's just a cherry bo- ju- Cherry's Jubilee recolor. Yeah, because I mean, that, that's like you can put, you know, um, Gingerbread and Shady and I can't remember the brush and grow that's in that same pose, Ringlets. You can put those three ponies, which are all the same pose, next to each other, and most people would not say that it's all the same pony but just a recolor. But it's all the same mold. Yeah. But then, like, if you look at the Applejack slime bag and you look at all the ponies in that mold, it's harder to say that it's not just apple jackery color because it's not just it's not just the body that's rearing. <sighs> Melody, did you turn off the? You did. You know, and I I think it's different. With brushables than it is with blind bag because the, with blind bag it's it's not just the the ponies rearing it's that it's Applejack's exact hairstyle and Applejack's so iconic from the show being a main character that when you see Minty in the rearing pose. You're like, oh, wow, they put Minty in the Applejack pose. You know? 
coconut cream and Applejack toast. I'm like, oh, here's another Applejack recolor. I think it's different with the blind bags because unlike the mommy charms, the hairstyles are so distinctive for characters on this version of the show that it really is the same character, just recolored. Where the mommy charms from, like, the G1, they're just little tiny shy pose ponies. The hairstyle did not determine the char- was character back then because... That's, you know, you determine their hairstyle. You, you know, that was part of the fun of them, is you styled their hair. Now they all have signature hairstyles. The show is really dictating who who has the hairstyles. Uh-huh. Do you think and the so, whole recolor aspect to the G4 line would be less obvious if they, like, added more line art and, like, different different vectors and hairstyles for each character or each each brushable as opposed to just the main yeah. six line art recolored? Yeah. I think, at least for the brushables, that if they had individual line art for each line, but then the, there's enough, there There again lies another problem with the G4 that the G1s didn't have. The G1 ponies were broken up into very specific, recognizable, understandable mini collections. You know, you had the, the first six, the collector's pose. Then you had the after after that initial kind of trial run, you had the first couple of Earth after them and the first ones and the first two, um, Pegasi. And that was all one box art. You know, it was a group of them together. And for, you know, they all had poses you know, their respective poses or at least different poses. Like I said, the final box that had Moondancer in the walking in the proud pose and Glory in the walking pose. So it switched. Which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but box, you know, the like a brush and grow Box art looks different than the ha- uh, fairy happy tales. Okay. Box art. Why are and, we on box art when we're supposed to be talking about poses? Well, because the, it's all part of the um, the box art in in G four is the over and over. It's the same. But box, box art can and... be a completely different topic on another day, is what well, I'm saying. Kinda... Yeah, well, we I think we kind of got on it because they're somewhat related. 
but it's it is something we could go into more detail on another show too. But um, there, there's there is some relation between the two of them because you would have some sometimes you would have the poses match the box art sometimes you wouldn't. And yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know, there yeah, are that sort of help break up the monotony of the the single poses that they have in the G4 line. That makes sense as far as box art, but comparing box art, that can be in a completely you, different show. Well, basically what I was going with is it doesn't feel like, even if you have multiple ponies in the same one line. It doesn't feel like the same pose. It doesn't feel like the same pony recolored because when you've got the pony, they had different. They had different boxers. They had backstories on the back card. You know, they weren't just a name. And it, it wasn't just bow tie and applejack are the same pony, but in different colors with a different symbol. Yes, because more was added to it to make it that the pony was more than just the pose it was in. Yeah. Yeah, it was more than a pose with some colors splashed on it. You know, the story and and the back art for Bowtie was completely different than the back stories for Applejack. And granted... You know, most collectors, no, they're not going to have the box. But you can look up the backstories nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah. I did that. And <laughs> and, and there are some people that actually do the back cards. And they find those. And they hang them up. Yep. Because the back was legitimate art. And so I feel like the the reason why we're talking about art versus uh you know, versus pose is because in G four there's one pose and there's one line art and it's just recolor. Whereas you know, like Summer said, there was more added to the one pony. And even to some of the G3 ponies that weren't, that made it feel like even though they may be in the same pose, like they were completely different ponies. Yeah, because when some, at one point, they actually started putting a bio card. You know, something that you might see, let's say on a dating site. You know, their likes, their dislikes, you know. Yeah, they had, like, the birthday, their favorite flower, their favorite color, their favorite gemstone. I mean, that gave the the pony a good deal of personality. Or at least something that you could use to build their personality. Yeah. And in most, and, and in some cases, I think people did kind of use the back cards as a dating site. 
Like we're gonna put this pony and this pony together because they like the same things. Yes. <laughs> or, or like, well, for me, it would be, oh, this pony's favorite birth, favorite gemstone is ruby. Well, that's mine too, so I want this pony. Yeah, this pony's me. And and none of even even the characters that you know on the TV show for G four, their back cards don't indicate what they're like on the. On the cartoon, to know to really know Twilight Sparkle, you have to watch the cartoon, because her back card says Twilight Sparkle is a good friend to everybody and likes to read. I don't think it even mentions that she's a student of Twi- uh, uh, Princess Celestia, or that Spike is the uh, her assistant. You have to know yeah. the TV show. So, in all technicality. It's the G4 line that's basically commercials for their toys. Yeah, really, if you think about it. Because the, you're not getting anything about the toy itself on the box for the toy, besides its name. You know, you you don't know that... that Pinkie Pie's real name is Pink Amina Diane Pie, and that she has a sister named Maud who's like psychotic and has a pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> that she hides in her pocket and then forgets. You know, and and you don't know that Pinkie Pie has a pet named Gummy because Pinkie Pie didn't. <laughs> she came with mouse. Yeah, even 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 the toys that came with animals, they didn't even come with their pets. Apple with the Jack exception of Applejack and Fluttershy, I think. Yeah. yeah. Fluttershy had Amy and Applejack had um, Wilhelmina, but you didn't find out the, the pet's name. You had Joe. And Twilight Sparkle should have come with Spike, but she didn't. She came with an, a funky-looking owl. Well, that's Aloysius. But it doesn't it's look a purple like owl. Oh. And then Spike accidentally Rarity. turned them colors. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. didn't come with opalescence. Rarity came with a songbird. Yeah. And, and you know, Rainbow Dash didn't come with tank. She, she came with, I don't even remember what she came with. Coral, I think. Yeah. Well, there there was another version of Rainbow Dash where they had her on scooter and they gave her a turtle. But that was, like, later on. So it just, I mean, none of the pets had names. And it just had a thing that said, you know, Pony, where's the saddle? Like <laughs> like I said, I had a friend and I gave her rarity. And A, she thought it was ugly. <laughs> and because it said, Pony, where's the saddle? She put the saddle on the bird. <laughs> Yeah, 
And eventually well, she just ended up giving the whole thing to her kids to play with. Because to her, it didn't deserve a place on the shelf next to the other pony. <laughs> you know, well, it, and to use an example of how a backstory can make a pony's pose seem less important because the character has more life because of the back card story. I don't know if either of you are familiar with the work of Dark Angel Diana, the pony, Diana R. Curry, she's sometimes called. Um, she does not really. Beautiful, she does those beautiful zombie ponies. I think I've and seen really, some of them. Yeah, and it's strange for me to say those beautiful zombie ponies because you wouldn't think of zombies beautiful. Her zombies are gory, but in a very specific way. They they still look beautiful. They still look like ponies, even though they're undead and zombies. And there was one that I really, really wanted, and I, I, I joined a raffle for, and I didn't get, and that, which I'm still kind of upset about. It was, I, I think... It was it was a green donkey pose, zombie pony, and its cutie mark was either cookies or coffee bean. And the backstory went something to the effect of it was called I think coffee with coffee and brains or cookies and brains or something like that. And the backstory was about how there's this. This adorable but slightly disturbing little green pony at your door. And she's going, can I come in and we can have coffee and rain? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds legit, right? But it had, the, the story made me want the pony. Even though I have a terrible phobia of zombies, this was the most adorable zombie I have ever seen. I'd probably open the door. (laughs) and i you know if that sort of backstory can make me want a zombie pony and a zombie pony in the donkey pose no less which i know is not your favorite g3 pose it's my least favorite g3 pose (laughs) and yet i was like i wanted that so bad i think i bought like ten dollars worth of raffle tickets and i still lost (laughs) <laughs> but but I mean that's where having the right box art or having the right back card story can really pony from a set of colors and symbols in a poem to a character and I sometimes the pose really make it seem like a recolor. Like like I said, with the blind bags, I think it's harder to capture the individual personalities of the ponies because they're all basically recolors of the main six, and the main six are so distinctive and iconic that it's hard to move past that. You know, if you see a silhouette of Pinkie Pie, you know it's Pinkie Pie. And if someone were then to remove the silhouette and say that it was Bumblesweet, 
You'd be what? No, no. You, seriously, that that should be Pinkie Pie. Yeah. And so I think that's where. And because there's nothing else to feed that character, there's no back card story. There's no individual back card art. You know, that pose becomes a recolor. Whereas in the G1 line, it was just a pose. The pose was in. The pose was. Moon Dancer, if, if you put Moon Dancer in Gusty's pose, it would still be Moon Dancer. If you put Moon Dancer in Glory's pose, it would still be Moon Dancer. Because the characters were so much more than a pose and a hairstyle. Yeah, they were more identified by their colors, their symbol, their back card. Um, even so, some of the ponies that were featured in the um, the original G1 cartoon had uh, their own personalities. So, I mean, the pose, pose is important to a certain extent. If, like, you were collecting for an army or if you just like that pose in particular. But there was more added so that it, it they weren't recolors. It wasn't yeah. just, oh, Shell and Bubbles are the same pony, but one's yellow and one's purple. Exactly. So I, I think that... Part of failing the line that's gone on is that there is less back card story. There's less identifiable back card art to go with the pose, the pony in that pose, to make them seem like individual characters. Um Like, I think the back of sh- the Shining Armor wedding set. Oh, time for a royal princess armor. No, that's it. He, he wants that life. Would have the story of the wedding and how they met, their hopes for the future, and, you know, and it was picture of the toy set up in the back. Well, it's not even mentioned that he's supposed to be Twilight's brother on any of the any of his stuff either. It's like to know that you'd have to watch the show. And there's really there's no mention of Twilight Sparkle and Shining Armor's parents' names, the only way you know that is if you're a G1 pony because then you recognize them as Nightlight and Twilight. You know, so it... I really do feel like when bronies come of the G1 boys and the G1 commercial for the that they're confused because I 
would venture to say that if I took people in the room, if I did a, 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 if I got a cronies and put the blind bags in front of them, really wouldn't know much. They would know the main six because they watched the show. I bet they would look at the rest of them, and unless they were a particular fan favorite, they would say, this is a recolor of this main six character. That if I got a bunch of people who maybe knew, didn't watch the show, who some of the G3 characters, they would identify the G3 characters, maybe. If I got nothing about the show, nothing about ponies, they would they're all the same pony. Mm-hmm. If they were in the same pose. They're all the same pony, just a different color. But if you had a bunch of people and they knew nothing about My Little Pony, but you had gave them mint in box ponies, they would be able to look at the box art and look at the pose and look at the backstory and know who that pony was without ever having watched the show. It would be able to identify character traits and personality in a story. And so, to me, when I look at my G1 collection, I am not seeing recolors. I am seeing individual characters, and they're all different to me. But when I look at my G4 ponies, I'm not really getting that, because they don't even look like the characters in the TV show. They're not show accurate, so they don't even have that going for them. (laughs) No. So, I don't know, I... If I had to sell some of my ponies to make space, I would sell my G4s before I sold my Cabbage Patch ponies. <laughs> I would sell wow. my G4s before my G3, and I would shoot anybody who attempted to come in and take my G1. To me, my G4s are expendable. If I really desperately needed to customize a G4, I would probably sacrifice one of my already open G4s. You know? Well, especially one of the main because they re-released them about, like, three or four different times. Yeah. At least with the uh, the Core 7 uh. and uh, the G3 line, well, except for when they got towards the end. But with the Core 7, they had they had different poses for some of them. Like, I yeah. know Pie alone... She was in a donkey pose. She was in a walking pose. She was in, you know, the the pose with the movable head. And Pinkie Pie was had... in every Earth, pretty much every Earth Pony pose you could be in. 
Yeah. They gave her some variation. Yeah, and, and, and when they did something over the top, like if they had a twice as fancy or a cascading symbol, even if it was one of the main, you know, the the the, the core seven, it at least was artistically done. Like my big thing was when I saw the Rainbow Rocks ponies, I was like, what? a crayon threw up on these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of upset that. They were just like, okay, well, let's give them an extra color of and an extra color streak in their mane, and that's rainbow. That's yeah. not really rainbow. Yeah. And and that's not a rainbow. I was. I am still waiting for Hasbro to have a rainbow pony that isn't Rainbow Dash. I mean, how is it that in all of Equestria, Rainbow Dash is the only one with rainbow hair? The Sonic Rainbow. <laughs> they, they had a um, they had an episode with I don't know if it was supposed to be her dad or her older brother or something like that. That they had an, a male Pegasus pony that looked similar to Rainbow Dash that had the rainbow hair. So you'd think somewhere else there'd be somebody with rainbow hair. I don't remember in the show, anyway, there being any other rainbow ponies anywhere. There's definitely Not even in the Cutie Mark is Chronicles episode. There's definitely like two or three colors in their hair, but not six. Is it, is it like because please, 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 <laughs> huh? Please tell him not to get onto that subject. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about Disney. Why not? Because Pandora says so. I, I meant about how many colors of hair are in there because I don't want you going going off on a tangent because I was hoping not to take and go all the way to three hours tonight. Your <laughs> <laughs> you made off the safety dance with these every day. <laughs> oh no, Robin, stop falling down. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think Hasbro needs to find their roots again. Yeah. Yeah, if we're not going to get different poses for the different um, brushable ponies, we could at least get some other defining characteristic that makes them feel like a different character, like different box art or stories that are more than just a blurb to give that odd brushable pony something else than, you know, some identity more than just yeah. being the color of Pinkie Pie or Applejack or whoever. 
Because, I mean, literally some of their non-TV show brushable characters, they're like, they may as well not even exist. Like, there was the pink with the star. And uh, Twinkle Shine. Yeah. I know nothing about her. Nothing, because her back card told me nothing. Her pose tells me nothing. She is simply there. She is a pink unicorn with pink hair and blue stars. Her eyes tell me nothing about her. Nothing about her. Her back card tells me nothing about her. And her design isn't even unique enough for me to assume anything about her and make a character for her. I have to totally customize her in order for her to be anything. And But, of course, now it seems like most of the characters that they're releasing are ones that have been in the show in the background because they're pandering to the bronies who have adopted certain background characters as fan favorites and created fan art and fan fiction like Lyra and Bon Bon and Nurse Red Heart and Doctor Who who's appeared in the blind bags and you know, they're not even attempting to come up with characters that aren't in the TV show anymore. No. Because, as I said, you know, the show has now become a commercial for the toys. Yeah, it's just... They're no longer separated from each other in any way. It's the show and the toys go hand in hand whether you like it or not now. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Because there was a time when you could have one and not the other if you felt like it. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, because of all the stuff added to the the packaging for each pony in the G1 line, there was a complete story there from the get-go. You didn't have to have a TV Mm-mm. to have a feeling for the characters. Yeah, because not everybody can get um, Hub Network or whatever you want to call it. Because it is a cable network show. Not everybody has cable. And My Little Pony is no longer going to be on Netflix after after uh, February 1st. Yeah. It's it's leaving Netflix. So if you, if you have Netflix and you don't have the hub, you can't watch My Little Pony. You're going to know nothing about these toys. Because... The po- there is no discernible character to the pose. There's no attitude. There's no 
feeling in the pose. It is simply an animal that is standing there. They're not looking up. They're not looking down. They're not looking to the side. They're not, they don't have their head cocked. They don't have, they have a foot raised if you happen to get one of the ones where they're walking. We would have called that the proud pose, but that's the walking pose now because there is no walking pose. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a shame that boys are so devoid of character that the show does have the burden of carrying the entire thing because there's not there's no life to the pose. There's no life to the character on the back card. There's no life to the art on the back card. The toys are even the even though the toys when you open them up are three D things, the character is two D. It's flat. There's nothing of substance there unless you, they appear in the show and you watch the show. You know, Princess Gold Lily, I don't understand why she's called Princess Gold Lily, but she has a cog wheel with hearts in it as her I get the so but she's not gold. And what's her talent? I don't know. It doesn't say what her talent is. All it says is that she likes celebration. And the pose isn't telling you much either because it's basically the same pose that Celestia's in. Yeah. I didn't know her name, and I was looking at the pony. I would assume she was a mechanic of some kind because she's got a cogwheel. I would not assume celebrations in any way. I would think steampunk. (laughs) The princess of machines. You know, um... And then the other thing that drives me crazy about Gold Lily, her body is or her body is yellow, but her wings are pink. Like, what is that all about? You couldn't pour the wings in the yellow color. <laughs> you had some leftover Cadence wings or Celestia wings. What the heck? So, I mean, I'm still kind of debating whether or not I should unbox her because she has no character and the box tells me nothing. But she is so devoid of character that she may have a short run and she may be worth something if I leave her in the box someday. (laughs) But I'll probably unbox her and customize her because... She needs it. <laughs> you know, I think did her a disservice. 
Yeah, I guess that's why we were talking about box art is because the differences between box art you want to see for what makes the poses less important in G1 than they are in G4. You know, it's there's just more there to work with in a G1. Oh. Well, yeah. I'll show in 15 Go minutes. Ahead. Sandy, you still there? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to make sure my phone hadn't cut off again. No, I'm letting you guys do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I'm easier. I feel like the G4 line would be benefit from. in the poses and from some diversity in the way they do the packaging. Yeah, some, some different line art and some different poses. Or at least some different hairstyles on the line art. At the very least, that would help out yeah. a little bit. And maybe if they did bios for the ponies similar to the G3 ones where they had, like, you know, what the ponies' talent was, their favorite thing to eat, their favorite place to go, that kind of thing. Like the princesses, you should know what they're the princess. Right. You know, Celestia is the princess of day. Luna's the princess of night. Cadence is the princess of love. Um, and the Crystal Empire. Mm-hmm. And Twilight is the princess of friendship. And she, her castle is in Ponyville. Um, you know, at least that. Princess Soul Lily lives where? I don't know. What is she the princess of? I don't know. Her, you know, what is her talent? I don't know. Is she a princess like Twilight Sparkle? Did she start out as a unicorn or a pegasus and evolve? Or is she a princess like Luna and Celestia where she's eternal and thousands of years old? I don't know. So, I definitely feel like, like it's definitely unfair to say that G1s are a bunch of us in different color, but I think it's totally fair to say that the G4s are a bunch of the same folks. Pony in different colors. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, at some point, there will be a little more variation in the G4 line. It doesn't seem like that there's going to be anytime soon, but I'm still holding out that hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for a huge line of brushable sold separately male ponies. That would including. be cool. I again still waiting the store. Go ahead. For, I'm still waiting for a loving family set where Mrs. Cake has Mr. Cake and her two baby cakes as opposed to Mrs. Cake and some random baby pony in her box set. Well, back to your thing about male ponies. Again, if that happened, dear Lord. There would be run on the runs in the stores. Yep. The, you, it, it would look like Black Friday. Only worse. <laughs> well, that, that makes me ask myself, why is Hasbro not doing this? They are missing an opportunity to make a crap load of money. <laughs> I think that 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 is under more than a crap load. I think it's under a holy crap. If they want to make money, they need to make boys because they don't seem to understand that little girls like having little boy things, little boy action figures to play with because we want to fantasize when we're little about finding our husband, having a boyfriend, getting married, all that stuff. A lot of I did. That's why little girls will steal the the G.I. Joe <laughs> and marry them off to Barbie. I was really, really upset when I found out that He Man was Shira's brother. But I know. Because I totally had been married. It, it, and then it turned out. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I skipped them too. <laughs> Yeah, and then it all became very Game of Thrones or Duchess of Malty, and that's just not not right. No. <laughs> and then when I found out that Ken and Barbie were named after a brother and sister pair, that just kind of ruined Ken and Barbie's relationship for me. <laughs> dear Lord, because that's why Ken's no longer around. <laughs> no, Ken's back. Oh, okay. I do hope he's cleaned up his act. (laughs) Well, I say we go ahead and end now. Probably a good idea. Yeah. If anything, uh, we will definitely listen periodically and hears this and realizes that they need to stop carrying. And they they need to give up boys, dang it all. (laughs) (laughs) 
sold separately. I don't want to be told we, who my boy belongs to. <laughs> your, your man's going to belong to whoever you want him to. <laughs> we don't want shipping packs. We want our we're individual boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they should come with no baggage. <laughs> Unattached, single men. <laughs> It's true, we need that. Let the parade begin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good thing this is Ponies After Dark. (laughs) Oh, seriously, there's a reason we call guys stallions. Come on now, Hasbro. It's it's time to open up the meat market. (laughs) (laughs) Let the auction begin. You know what? What is right. sad? I would probably do a photo that would look exactly like that. <laughs> Finders, Finders full of stallions. Finders full. Of... <laughs> I want. Oh, I want to see. You know, Brayburn and Big Mac and and Filthy Rich. And I want to see um, that guy that Rarity had the hots for that went out with Fleur de Lee. Um, Fancy Pants. Yes, Fancy Pants. I want to see Fancy Pants. I want there to be a pony in fancy pants that's a boy so I can bring it home and be like, look, honey, I got fancy pants. <laughs> and have my husband shudder. <laughs> that might even be worse than daddy's sweet celebration. Uh, probably. <laughs> you know, hoity-toity. There needs to be a, you know... Oh, and, God. And what about all the... 40 Pegasus ponies that were ribbing on Applejack. <laughs> or not Applejack, uh, Rainbow Dash. Same voice actress. Yep. They're all plum pudding to me. <laughs> or even Flash Century. Oh, oh Flash yeah. Century. Oh, there needs to be male Pegasus Flash Century. Because, you know, once we all saw Equestria Girls, we were like, where is our Flash Sentry character? We need the doll. We need the pony. He's funny. He's the guitar. I, I, I second that motion. We need <laughs> Flash Sentry in the show as a pony, as a doll. <laughs> As a plushie, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be heading right to. I would be in the motorized cart, going, "Get out of my way!" <laughs> running people over to get to the pony section. Yeah. See, I'm not looking for Fifty Shades of Grey. I am looking for fifty versions of Flash Sentry. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. 
Oh my god, that's just oh my god, the, the images that are popping into my mind right now. The photo. I do what op. I can. I do what I can. Oh, oh. And you know, you know what would be even better? Like if they had like one flesh century doll, uh-huh. but you know they have those multiple versions of Twilight dolls in Equestrian Girls. Just get a bunch of Twilights and have them all hanging off of like one flash sentry doll. <laughs> oh goody! Because you know that that was totally wrong. That Absolutely nothing. Only... No wrong image. No, no, no. It was totally wrong that they showed Flash Sentry as a pony once. And that was it. Yeah, he was kind of there and then gone. I, I was totally expecting a love affair. I was totally expecting shining armor, walking up to him going, excuse me? <laughs> what are what, you doing with my you, sister? What, what are you doing hanging around my sister? Uh, what's but the story here? Start, you know, like... Twilight walks off, and Flash is standing there kind of looking all dozy, and the captain of the guard, his boss, comes up and goes, so, what are your intentions with sister? (laughs) We need to take a walk. (laughs) If you are in any way... You will be guarding the snowy regions of Switzerland for the rest of your service. (laughs) And I will continue to extend your service at every end. (laughs) I'll tell you what this is. Punishment ongoing. For those of you who've watched this this Star Trek movie, yep, you knew what punishment ongoing. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Claim that you can teleport something besides of great reputation. <laughs> I use Captain Archer's prize beagle. Oh, I know that time. How is he? I'll let you know when I find him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Hasbro. Give give some of us non-bronies straight ladies, you know, throw us a bone here. <laughs> yes. Not all of us are shipping Bon Bon and Lyra. Some of us are shipping Twilight and Flash Sentry, and we need our toys, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> And I don't know if it's just me, but I totally, I have always thought the Big Mac and Rarity would be perfect together simply because Rarity has so many very strong opinions and Big Mac is just, yup. (laughs) (laughs) He would agree to everything. Well, he is a... He's a very desirable guy in that he works hard and he doesn't say much. <laughs> exactly. The perfect I, he's man. Perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect for rarity. 
<laughs> she can do all the talking. <laughs> and he could just go, yep. 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 Uh oh. I need to sit out there. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Does this hat look like a blue one? Yep. <laughs> well, we're about to be cut off in like four, in like three minutes. <laughs> uh, we're about to be cut off in like ten seconds. So, night off. Night Good night. night. See you next week. See you next week. Um. Come on. It's probably the red button. Uh, my touch screen is not working with me. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> It eventually will come. Would you like me to hang up? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Good night. All right, good night. Is that it? Are we alone? Well, one of these days we'll go back to two-hour shows. Until then, happy pony hunting. Good night.